This is Downstream, a podcast by the Rocky Mountain Outlook, taking you behind the headlines. I'm Aaron Toombs, producer of Downstream, and my guest this week is Stephen Mendel. Stephen is the leader of the Alberta Party, former mayor of Edmonton, and former Alberta Minister of Health under Jim Prentice's government. This week, we talk about the Alberta Party, pragmatic politics, and his vision for Alberta and the Bow Valley. My guest, next on Downstream. This podcast has been brought to you by Strides Canmore, the only dedicated running store in the Bow Valley. Located beside Starbucks in Canmore, they have an extensive selection of running shoes, apparel, and gear for all levels of runners and walkers alike. Over 35 models of running shoes to fit every size of foot. Check us out at stridescanmore.com. very much for uh, joining us here on Downstream today. Really uh, appreciate you taking the time to come and speak to uh, the listeners in the Bow Valley. I'd like to start off by maybe talking a little about you and, of course, about the Alberta Party. Sure. Why don't we, in your own words, describe your own political history and then how that led to you becoming the leader of the Alberta Party? Um, first of all, I was um, in business myself for a number of years and kind of retired and ran for city council in Edmonton and uh, won by a whopping 33 votes and then uh, ran for three years as council and was not going to run again and because and, I wasn't overly happy what was happening. And uh, I said, well, I'll throw my hat in the ring for mayor. And I was lucky enough to become elected mayor, did that for nine years, then stepped down. It was, you know, it's time enough. People tend to spend too much time. And, uh, and I had um, kind of made a decision to kind of slide off in the in the distance and uh, um, at that time Jim Prentice who was elected premier asked me if I would join his government I had never been part of a conservative government before and uh, I said you know if to offer me to be the health minister and I thought that was a great challenge I did that and ran in a by-election one and then got smoked in a in a uh, in the election 2015 um, went uh, quietly out into the wilderness and uh, had no intention of running again and circumstances changed. And uh, as a result of that, uh, I put my hat into the ring, as they would say, for the Alberta party. I felt they needed someone that has a bit a bit of experience, someone who has, uh, um, the party was reasonably well known in Calgary, but had no presence in Northern Alberta. And I felt it was gonna be successful. It had to have presence in both the South and the North. And so I offered that opportunity for it to become a bit better known in the North and uh, um, as well as the build on that Southern exposure, the strength they've had through Greg Clark, who was a great MLA, I mean, a great guy, period. Not just a great MLA, but a great guy. And I um, was lucky enough to win. We had a, a great race, uh, Carol Levis and, and, and Rick Fraser, two wonderful, wonderful people. We had a, um, a contest that was um, done in, in the way all political contests should be with respect and uh, understanding that each of us has a vision and to respect that. and. And there was never any nastiness. It was really one that was a very nice campaign. I'm not sure it would be the same provincially. I would like to think it would be, but it won't. 
And that's how I'm here today. Fantastic. Um, you know, definitely the Alberta party doesn't have the presence in the Bow Valley. You, the party didn't run a candidate in the last election here. Um, you guys are a relative unknown uh, here in the Bow Valley. We, we really have a tradition of either the NDP or the, uh, the PC party, and of course the UCP now. For people who don't really know about the Alberta party, what, what does the Alberta party stand for? What, what is the Alberta party? You know, I, I agree with you. We, we have a challenge of getting who we are and what we stand for out to the public. And uh, it's a shame in the last election that we only ran 30 candidates of the 87. Uh, this time we will run 87 candidates. We look forward to having a very strong candidate in, in, in the Canmore Banff area. The Alberta Party is, is a, um, a physically responsible uh, party uh, that believes in a, in a, a social progressive vision uh, that wants to ensure that those people that need the kind of social supports get those supports. Um, and when I, we say physically responsible, we talk about the need to deliver services. The government's role is not uh, uh, is not to devoid itself from the responsibility of supplying service to, to Albert to the education, whether it's um, social services, whether it's um, healthcare. And but we do them in a practical, responsible way. And I think we look for ways to deliver those services in a, in a responsible way to make sure that your money and my money is spent efficiently and effectively. And we do it without ide without ideology and without dogma. We do it about dealing with what, what should be done, what can be done. So I think we're the practical people. And, and that practical um, policy is, is uh, very important to how we look at issues. We also fundamentally believe in inclusion and diversity. And that's a foundation opinion and, and policy of our party. Uh, we believe that Alberta is a very diverse, dynamic and uh, province that cares deeply about its ethnic, ethnic history. And we got to make sure that people feel that our party is open and welcoming to them. And so we're trying to restructure the board so that our board represents that, that design and who we are as a province. I also think that um, we're, we're a party of many young people. Um, uh, my campaign was predominantly people under the age of 30. Most of our candidates we are running are between the ages of just under 30 to 40. Um, so I think we represent a youthful future of the Alberta, of Alberta. I'm not on the youthful side of it, but uh, I, I understand that the, there's a necessity to make sure that the, uh, those ideas, that vision of, uh, of the younger generation, those individuals who will control and build this province are the ones we need to uh, make sure we listen to. So I think that's a, a general overview of the party. Um, I mean, obviously there's much more we, you know, about how, how valued we are, we believe rural Alberta is and its importance to uh, the future of this province. And we believe we'll have some really dynamic and innovative visions and ideas and policies which we hope rural Alberta will grow. Um, you know, economic diversification. There's so many other things, but it gives you a general, a general idea without spending four hours on the mic. Mm -hmm. I know one of the things on, on the Alberta Party's website, uh, in terms of principles and guidelines, one of the first things I think any visitor is, is going to see uh, is prosperity. And mm -hmm. that's one of the things you brought up tonight at uh, your talk uh, here in Canmore, talking about the entrepreneurial spirit and jobs, jobs, jobs. Maybe I'll get you to expand on that. What What is the role of of the Alberta Party? Well, I just I say, what what do you see the, the role of the Alberta Party in promoting the Alberta economy? Well, I'm, I'm fundamentally an entrepreneur. I'm a small business person. 
And I think I, I believe that the, the great strength of a province comes from that entrepreneurial spirit, which, is, which has been all pervasive in the province of Alberta. People have come here from all over the country to build a more dynamic, more economically successful life. And that comes from a desire to work hard, not necessarily only be in business, but to take your job seriously, to work hard, to build a, build a strong future. And I, and I believe that that comes from a reasonable tax policies. It comes from opportunity where you can help build a business, where you can be treated equitably and fairly by uh, the government. And that um, it is about uh, helping all of us move together rather than one group succeed and another group's not. And I think currently what's happening is there's a, um, a lack of understanding of the importance of small business entrepreneurship, which comes into the agriculture area and the ranching area. Um, and that is the foundation of any economy. Sure, the, the Suncors, the Syncrudes, the big oil companies make a big difference. But it's that grassroots business attitude, the people that go to work every day and work so very hard to deliver the services that each of us have um, is, is what makes the strength of this province. And, and I think we're losing that entrepreneurial spirit, which is a shame. Actually, every political party on some level is talking about the need to promote small businesses. I think what most people in the Valley realize and people outside the Valley don't realize is that the Bow Valley is really a, one of the hubs for small businesses in all of Alberta. By by simple percentages, it's nearly the, nearly the top in all of Alberta. Um, how does the Alberta Party plan to set itself apart in supporting those small businesses in ways that might be different than other, other political parties here? Well, we don't know what we know what one of the parties are going to do because they put the regulations in that have had a great negative impact on small business. We have no idea what the other party is going to do because they haven't had any policies. So um, the Alberta Party is quite clear um, in what we'll do as far as reversing many of the um, the owners' policies that, that uh, this government's put in place that have hurt small business. I mean, it's one thing to have a minimum wage of fifteen dollars, which is you know probably okay. Um, but that's a social policy, and you're, they're asking small business to, to bear that brunt of that, uh, of that cost. But when you layer that with new um, regulations, new WC controls, um, certain statutory holiday costs, um, um, regulatory process they have to go through, uh, invasion into um, uh, the overall control of one's individual business, those things all have to change. Because what you're doing, you're dampening the spirit and the ability of these businesses to be successful. So if the business is successful, guess what? It fails and its employees also fail. So encouraging um, entrepreneurs to invest is one thing, but creating the environment for them to be successful is equally important. And I think there's a need to change many of the regulations that this government has put into effect, which are not are directly uh, in opposition to allowing small business to succeed. They might be good for big business because big business has lots of options, but little guy, uh, he doesn't have them. And so we need to make sure that that individual, those individuals can succeed. Outside of regulation, how do you see the Alberta Party being able to manage effectively in the Bow Valley the demands between having enough workers and limited space and the cost of running a business here, really all the different factors that make it a, a difficult place to do business? Well, you know, Canmore is you know, quite an anomaly um, when it comes to um, some of the challenges in those areas. I mean, it's like Fort McMurray was a number of years ago. Uh, the fact is, is that there needs to be um, enough options for housing so that people can come here and get a job and have a place to live in a, in a reasonable environment. Um, otherwise, they're not going to come here. And so housing is a really important um, 
part of any kind of business uh, business initiative. My understanding is there are they are building some affordable housing in, in, in Canmore now. Uh, they need to do more of it. I think that's a big part of places like Canmore, even even Whistler, where the demand to live here is so high that it drives up the price of all accommodations beyond what a reasonable person could pay the people to work here. And so it's kind of a, a catch-22. People can't come and work because they can't be paid enough to pay for their living accommodations. People can't come to work, so they can't get employees to work. And so it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So housing is where it has to start. Um, and, and that's now because it's an economic issue in the municipality. It's a municipal issue where the municipal government has to find ways um, to help support that. It's not a provincial responsibility. Housing is a for seniors and stuff like that is a provincial issue, but for um, for uh, local consumption, um, it is a, it is a municipal responsibility because they're getting the property tax, they're getting the benefits. Now, should the province reach out to help? Yes, they should help, but it has to be initiated by the municipality. One thing you talked about tonight was the latent potential of Alberta. Maybe you can expand on that. What you mean by that? Sure. Well, we've historically looked at the resource industry as the um, as the, the center of, of our province is economic growth. And I think it is an amazing industry. It has produced great wealth for this province and great opportunity. But along the way, um, I don't think that we've made the kind of effort when it comes to agri-food business and other industries um, that could have grown exponentially if we would have paid attention to, encourage investment in, and, and created the environment under which they can be more successful. Um, Alberta has some of the most effective, efficient agricultural producers in the world. And uh, I think the opportunity to expand that business into a more agri-food business is quite substantial. There's other areas of emerging technologies that for so long might be here, but you know, they've taken a second fiddle to the energy industry and a great deal of that is in the technology and the new emerging industries. So I, I think that there's great opportunity for us to look at other industries in a diversified economy that will allow us not just to, to grow, but to grow exponentially, but also to do it in conjunction with our energy industry, our resource industry, which is vitally important. So I think the opportunities here um, have not been explored as much as they could. But I think fortunately with this challenge in the energy industry, the resource industry, people we have now had to look at those. And that's good for us. I, I hope that oil doesn't come back to the place it was because it's going to collapse again. It's just it's a cyclical industry. While some of these other, other industries could be more stable, especially agri-food agri business and the technology industry, health research and new emergencies. And down here in this amazing uh, valley between Banff and Jasper, the tourism industry. So I think there's great opportunities here to... Um, to reach out and to be more successful. And what do you see as the role of the tourism industry in a emerging Alberta economy, the one that's diversified from the oil and gas industry? Well, tourism is, is, a, is a multifaceted industry. For example, in, in Canmore, two parts of the tourism, there's actually tours that come here to stay in hotels and to uh, avail themselves of the beautiful countryside. But also tourism is all the many people have come here from Edmonton and Calgary and from all over the world who bought houses here. They're tourists as well. They've come here to, uh, to enjoy the, the beauty of the surrounding. And so there's this different kind of tourists. And I think Alberta, um, to a certain extent, hasn't looked at the, the breadth and depth of different kinds of tourist options. So eco-tourists, 
Um, can we work with our First Nations to um, create opportunities for people to visit the reservations, to have an experience of what it's like to live in that community for a week or, a few, or whatever length of time it might be? How do we open up new opportunities for the tourism industry to be successful so it's not just focused on, on the mountains, but it's focused on other parts of the province and so we can open up other opportunities. So I think the tourism industry has great potential. We have to start looking at it in a different way, marking a different way, and also funding it a different way. I know one of the things that you've been bringing up here is, is the beauty of the mountains. I think that's self-apparent to anyone who comes here that you know this is this is a beautiful and also ecologically sensitive area. Mm -hmm. um, where where does ecological protection fall into the Alberta Party's platform? Well, it's paramount. I mean, this would not be ecologically very good if if it was just allowed to. Uh, if people are just allowed to do whatever they want to do, I think we, we as a government uh, have the responsibility to make sure that uh, the animals are protected, corridors are protected, uh, um, that the beauty of the environment is, is, is kept pristine and that, uh, that it's not infringed upon by development. And it's, uh, there's obviously a need for communities to grow, but sometimes they reach their capacity and they have to stop growing. And then there's other, then you have to grow inwardly, you have to grow up. I mean, you know, different things. So I think that government's role is to protect. But not to eliminate. I think I don't want people to think that Alberta Party would say, no, we're not going to allow people to go walking in the parks or enjoying the beauty. I mean, you know, we shouldn't interfere with the wildlife and uh, not allow them to live the life that they've invented in, 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 in the world to, to live. But we still should be able to appreciate and enjoy it with a respectful way. Now, when you talk about being pragmatic in this manner, does this mean you're going to be engaging with not only experts, but stakeholders from communities, community members? What what kind of engagement can people from Canmore, Banff, Exshaw, the, the people for the Bow Valley expect to receive when it comes to local environmental protection issues here? Well, I, th I think that, and the Alberta Party believes, as well as my municipal background, that uh, consultation is, is part of the DNA of municipalities. Unlike the province, who really doesn't always have to uh, consult municipalities by very uh, rule of law that's been set up, we have to consult, we have to do things in public. I think we should make sure we do that in the same way provincially. Um, we should consult, listen to, and uh, if we disagree with, be, be, be big enough to say, here's why we disagree and, and here's why we're going to do what we're going to do. Um, and here's what we heard from you and here's why we accepted it or rejected it and um, and hopefully uh, come to some common ground. So am I hearing a commitment to more transparent government then? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Transparency is vitally important. We're going to, what people need to know what you're going to do. Transparency is important. Um, you know, now sometimes you do things, you need to do them in a way that uh, uh, isn't as quite as transparent. I'll give you an example. The, the negotiations and building this pipeline, my belief is, is that it, as soon as we, we got went public with a uh, barbs back and forth and saying we're not going to allow wine or, or starting to penalize people, you push people into corners, those kind of negotiations I think need to be done in a way that are going to be beneficial to all Albertans. But community negotiations are ones that need to be done transparently and people feel their voices are being heard. Obviously, Camor butts up against the Camor Nordic Center, Can Ask His Country, uh, Bath National Park. These are You're lucky. We're we're extremely lucky. So don't complain. There, there's no. We're not complaining. Let me tell you, we would we would never complain about that. 
yet, yet quality of life is, is something that's an issue to people in the Bell Valley here. Uh, we care about arts, we care about entertainment, and we care about sports. <clears throat> what kind of commitment can we expect to receive from the Alberta Party when it comes to those three, three particular areas? Well, I can tell you that um, as mayor of the city of Edmonton, we were a major investor as in our city in the arts community. I think arts are a vitally important part of the quality of life. And so, you know, I can tell you for absolute fact that Alberta government under the Alberta party will be uh, more than response to the arts community. I think it has to be also supported locally. I mean, it's a responsibility of the community. It's not just the provincial government's responsibility. Um, the same thing goes for uh, recreation facilities and things like that. But a lot of that stems from the, the municipal government making decisions of the kind of facilities they want to have and making applications to and working with their provincial partners to build the facilities they need. And so um, that's a partnership, but it has to start with the communities. Uh, I don't think the provincial government should come in and mandate to the town of, uh, of Canmore what they should or shouldn't do. That should be their decision. And when they make that decision to come to the province and see how we can be a partnership with them, you know, let's be very clear that right now this province has a lot of financial troubles. And so I think that um, the options of doing things are somewhat limited by, I think, the incompetent mismanagement of our current economy. But I think that you can't stop the flow of, of uh, opportunity in the province because of those situations. But it's something people have to be cognizant of. Let's uh, maybe go a little bit more inside baseball here when it comes to politics. Okay. You, you position the Alberta Party as a centrist party. And in, in my conversations with other members of other parties, they too like to take on the mantle of being called centrist. Where do you see yourself in the political spectrum? And how would you differentiate yourself from the UCP and the NDP and the Liberal Party? Well, I, I think part of it is to do with the decision-making process that we go through. We look at issues and the solutions to them in a practical way. We're not ideologically bound, not dogmatically bound. Um, and so I think that because of that, when we have a situation that comes up, it's the results or the decisions aren't governed by a, uh, an ideology or how we, the way we look at the world. It's it, here's a problem, here we have to fix it. And so, um, and sometimes that, that might come into conflict with ideology or dogma, but in our case it doesn't. So that's one way that's substantially different. I think that um, the reality is, is centrist is often a, a moniker that people don't understand. And it really floats back to where you stand on various issues. And so I think as much as you say you're centrist, I, I think you also have to be clear that you will drive ideas and a vision and with policies. And people might think those policies are balanced. Some might think they're out of balance, but it's the, it's the way that you're gonna look at solving those problems and with through an interesting and dynamic policy. Um, you know, as an example um, in Canmore, your housing problem, okay? Um, so you have a housing problem because, and so you can't get, um, uh, enough people to work here because of the too expensive housing. So the municipality has to come up with some way. They can't do it. So maybe we come up with a program of low interest loans. Maybe we come up with a way in which to find um, a, uh, a private investor that can help the city and the city buys down the rent. Um, the province does something in order to help facilitate that. So it's, here's a problem. How can we fix it in a more, in a more practical way? 
it seems like you're talking about really using economic levers rather than regulatory levers to sort of promote promote economic interests here in Alberta and in the Bow Valley. Would you say that's correct? I think that's a fair analysis. Um, you know, I think regulation has its place, um, but sometimes regulation becomes the be-all, end-all, and it stops things from happening. Um, we need to have regulations and controls on things, but, uh, you know, the reality is that stuff needs to get done. And um, if a regulation is impractical and reasonable, it needs to be changed. So in, in BC, there certainly was a, an issue with tax revenue for resort-based communities such as Whistler. It's one of the things we've grappled here in Canmore is having sufficient municipal tax revenues to provide the quality of life that Canmoreites desire. Would there be an interest in engaging in discussions about giving greater funding and tax autonomy to resort communities such as, as Canmore and Banff? You know, um, it's never an issue giving people more tax authority. It's whether or not they'd use it. I mean, and the public, the public themselves believe they're taxed enough you know, communities have the ability to uh, have differential tax rates and they have the ability to um, charge a mill rate based upon uh, their needs as a community. So they can raise the dollars. I think there has to be a consideration in, in communities that face certain kinds of challenges. Can the provincial government be of help? Um, what can they do to help uh, allay some of the problems? And I would say more of the problems maybe in seniors housing and things like that. Um, but we have to be careful that we don't interfere in, in the free enterprise system. We can look at what, if someone has a good idea and it's a practical way of doing something, I uh, wouldn't say we wouldn't listen, but I think um, we have to be careful we don't interfere with the free enterprise system. Um, there's land here. Um, um, you need to find ways. Maybe you need to go up higher. Um, I don't know what the regulations are in Canmore, so I can't speak to those. But, you know, how do we do things in a way that... Uh, will we'll make it more appealing. Well, not more appealing because the problem is it's appealing to come here and that's the problem. <laughs> so how maybe uh, um, make housing a little more reasonable. But, you know, there is, you go all over the world and housing, housing is always a problem and it's no different in Canmore than in other places. And so we've, people find ways in order to uh, create the, the atmosphere so people can live in a, in a comfortable way. Maybe it won't be as fancy as they could live if they want to work in, in Calgary, Edmonton, but they chose to work here. Stephen, I'd like to give you the last word. Is there anything you'd particularly like to uh, to say to the people of Canmore and Banff uh, from the Alberta Party? Well, I'd like to say that we hope that people will take a look at the Alberta Party, uh, look at the website, albertaparty.ca, um, follow what we're doing on, um, on Twitter and Facebook and uh, various social media. Uh, we put out um, various uh, videos on particular issues on a uh, sometimes daily, but even more on a weekly basis. Uh, keep in touch with what uh, we're doing. And then if they have questions or concerns, um, please email us, uh, uh, Mandel at albertaparty.ca, and we'll be glad to respond to those as quick as possible. Um, we're um, also uh, uh, looking to uh, get input from communities and to their ideas and their, and their thoughts. I mean, I'm not an expert on Canmore. You know, I'm not an expert on on economic development either. I just, as an individual, deeply believes there's a, an entrepreneurial spirit in this province that's quite special. So if people have ideas, we'd love to listen to them. Um, so that's our, our hope, and we look forward to meeting people and to uh, converting them into supporting the Alberta Party. Downstream is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Outlook, located in the heart of the beautiful Bow Valley.
This podcast was recorded at our newspaper studios in Canmore, produced and audio engineered by Aaron Toombs and published by Jason Lyon. For more from the Outlook, you can visit our website at rmoutlook.com.